Welcome to the Informatics Cafe. My name is Mike Nightardi, and I will be your host. Today's special is healthcare advocacy. And with us in the cafe today to discuss healthcare advocacy is Dr. Whitney Darnell. Dr. Darnell is an assistant professor in the Department of Communications at Northern Kentucky University in the College of Informatics. Whitney, it's great to have you with us today. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much, and thank you for having me. Our pleasure. Our pleasure. So I guess, Whitney, we'll just start right off um, with the, the, the most basic question, which is what is healthcare advocacy? I am so thrilled to be invited to talk about healthcare advocacy and particularly healthcare advocacy in terms of the way we're looking at it here at NKU and in some of the projects that we have going on. But when we're talking about healthcare advocacy, we're really talking about a set of skills that individuals need, that um, persons working in the healthcare field need to navigate complex diagnoses to put pieces together between how they can adhere to treatment plans um, at home and connect those dots together. Um, And then even, as we'll talk about, I think, as we get into this, how we um, build community around different ideas that have to do with healthcare and diagnoses and resources for those things Mm -hmm. um, at the policy level as well. So when we're talking about advocacy, we're talking about a set of skills that we need as we communicate our health needs and our health experiences in our interpersonal everyday lives with our, in the relationships that we have, but also at that community level and figuring out what insurance plan they need. How do I afford these things? And then starting to look big picture at what's missing and not missing at a broader level or a policy level. So, and, and that, that's obviously a lot. It's very fascinating, and I'm so glad that you're here with us today to talk about this, and I know our guests are eager to learn about it as well. So, so if you could, you know, in a couple of minutes, uh, explain to someone, you know, what they need to know about healthcare advocacy, what would you tell them? So, when we're talking about healthcare advocacy, we're really talking about um, a building skills that are related to um, can an individual go that go out there and ensure that they can get access to the healthcare needs that they need? Can they navigate it, the often really complex and varied um, healthcare systems that we have, whether that be private insurance or Medicaid or even something like designing an IEP for a child that you might have in school mm-hmm. is a system of care that requires healthcare advocacy. Um, You have to sometimes be able to mobilize resources. You have to be able to understand and assess health inequities and why they, why they occur. Um, uh, Ultimately, a lot of health advocates find themselves in positions where they are trying to influence health policy. And ultimately, as part of the definition of a health advocate, you're, you're doing these things because you're trying to create change, Mm -hmm. whether that be for an individual themselves someone in your family, for example, um, or some broader systematic change. Um, As a communication scholar, um, and if you read our work, we look at all of those things and we're like, man, that all requires communication skills at a variety of levels. Right. So So when I look at healthcare advocacy through different projects that I've done, I'm really sensitive to the communication work that is required to successfully perform all the things that I talked about, ensuring access to care, navigating systems, mobilizing resources, 
Who are people talking to? What are the roadblocks? What makes it hard? We have to go and find those things so that we can then zero in and, and make those changes or help people um, to make those changes for themselves. Very good. So so I, I, I guess that, that kind of, in my mind, and, and maybe also in our, in our listeners' minds as well, it makes me wonder, is, is a, a healthcare advocate – is it something that it's an actual job or is it also something that people can do for themselves or within the industry or, or tell us a little bit about that? It can be both. So um, everyone, everyone will find themselves in a position as being a health advocate at some point in their lives. You may um, wind up taking care of a parent at some point in your life. Mm-hmm. So you may become a health advocate at that point. Um, If you have a child that has a disability or a chronic illness, you're going to become a health advocate for them. You may have a special diagnosis or something that you need where you have to advocate for yourself at work, at school, in the community. Um, So there's obviously various degrees of how how much of this you have to utilize depending on um, your wellness or your, your able-bodiedness or whatever it might be, Mm -hmm. but everyone will use health advocacy skills. And that's what makes the classes when we teach these um, awesome to teach, because even if you're not going into the healthcare field, and there are health advocacy jobs, and I'll get into that in a minute, um, but even if you're not, and I have several students in my class who are not going into healthcare, they're still very much able to relate to the content and the skill building because they still have to go to the doctor. Right. And these skills are going to help you communicate and think through what kind of treatment plans, what kind of behaviors are going to work well in your life and, and speaking up and getting the information and support you need for whatever it might be, whether it's quitting smoking, uh, losing weight, um, you know, maybe even chasing a life goal and getting the resources you need there. That's all part of our overall wellness and those advocacy skills come into play. Now for the career side, we get that question all the time. I get that question all the time. If I sign up to be a health communication major, what do I do with that? I don't even know what that means. And so that is our number one question that we get. And so in addition to learning how to research and how to write and how to create messages and those things that we we do as health communication scholars. We also prepare students for careers in the health advocacy field, and that can take a variety of different paths. So um, if you were to look at Children's Hospital or many of the hospitals now are hiring patient, what they call patient advocates in a variety of different forms. Um, And the role of that person is to do exactly what we talked about. They're taking these unique patients. So maybe it's a cancer patient. They're taking this cancer patient and they're trying to off put the pieces together for them. Here's four different treatment plans. Here's some of the research behind it. Here's the different doctors you're going to be able to talk to. Here's some questions that you might want to ask. And they're trying to take some of that work off of the person that is experiencing this trauma or uncertainty or confusion of this new diagnosis or this long-term diagnosis. And they're, they're doing that work for you of putting those pieces together and also training you to be a health advocate yourself, but not just throwing you to the wolves and saying, figure it out on your own. 
So that is something that is fairly new as an industry that has been emerging over probably the last five to seven years Mm -hmm. as more and more hospitals are hiring um, professionals who can do that for patients, who can be kind of that voice in the middle, not just a educator, but also someone who can advocate for them. Um, Sometimes they'll even be in the doctor's visits with the family or with that person as they're asking questions and to try to help them through the decision-making process by being their voice. Um, Health education or health educators is obviously another pathway um, that takes a health advocacy spin. Um, And then we've had, I have one student so far that has gone into some policy work. Okay. But there are certainly several governmental paths Mm -hmm. that you can take if policy is something that you're interested in. in, um, And there are positions for Medicaid for um, the government where, you know, you do research and you, you look at patient policy or you policies that are related to healthcare um, and make recommendations based on that research. So um, lots of opportunities in healthcare advocacy. I think it's a word that scares people. Um, but I, I remind everyone, this is this healthcare advocacy. Everyone needs to know at least a little bit mm-hmm. to get themselves started. So you said you think it kind of scares people. Why, why is that? A lot of people, and my students will tell you the same thing, um, they get turned off pretty quickly by the word healthcare and associating that with big words and things that they, they don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, even having a disciplined conversation about the different types of health insurance policies that are available in the United States, that's very overwhelming right. for people. Um, just kind of understanding the differences between those. Our healthcare system is very complex. Um, and then if you start to tiptoe into publicly funded healthcare, especially through Medicaid, mm-hmm. that is extremely complex. Took me a long time to wrap my head around as I was doing a project related to some, some wa- the, to waiver-based care of how accessing it is very different. I mean, there's it's not like your employer-based care where I'm an employee here, and so I sign up for my health care, and they take it out of my paycheck. Right. But when you're accessing Medicaid and waiver-based care, you have to you know, send in all this documentation. You have to prove that you're eligible. You have to do all of this work every single year. You have to know what to say. You have all of these other requirements uh, that can be pretty overwhelming for people. And so, um, again, we go back to these skills. How do we slow that down? How do we give you a toolbox that you're like, I don't have to know everything, but I need to have, feel empowered and I need to know enough that I know, you know, what are some good questions to start with? What is that resilience and persistence needed to, if I don't get my answer here, that I go, I go try again and I go try again and, and understanding that's normal, that this is complex. And just because you didn't get a successful answer, that doesn't necessarily mean you did anything badly. Right. But there are lots of complications and flaws and and people even within the healthcare system that don't know the healthcare system very well. <laughs> so you're not alone. Yeah, no, exactly right. Well, I, I always like to ask our our, uh, our guests here that join us at the Informatics, Informatics Cafe, you know, what way 
they'd say that their area is is cool or, or helps the world. And, and I think that we've covered that a lot. But I'll just give you one one final you know parting shot on that. If you could tell people what makes the area cool or how it changes the world, just let us know. Yeah. So what has been so great is when and the reason that I, I said let's just talk about healthcare advocacy is because it is so versatile. Um, and so I study healthcare advocacy in a lot of different contexts that have seemingly nothing to do with each other, but it really does come back to this communication work and these communication skills. And even though the context is a little bit different, um, some of the challenges are the same. And so I think um, what makes it really cool is that it's endless in terms of the questions we can ask and the new studies that we can do and in the people and the places that we can go to work on this type, um, these types of projects. So I love that about our job and what we're doing. Um, but how it changes the world is, and this was so important to me mm-hmm. um, as a scholar and as a, as a researcher was that, um, it's really easy to feel like you are making a difference when you are doing this type of work. So it's not just about studies and journal articles that no one will see, but as I'm working in these different projects, you really are hands-on with, with the public um, and each little kind of subset population that you're working with, you're giving skills back, you're giving back as you go and you, and people are, able to transform their lives in amazing ways because somebody took the time um, to, to build these skills in them. And that's what I find just really amazing. Um, it's, it's hard work and it's um, intentional work, but it's, you're, you're building success in your very own community when you invest in this kind of healthcare advocacy missions and work that are, that are emerging all around us. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, Whitney, thank you so much for joining us in the cafe today. And and to our guests, thanks so much. Informatics Cafe is a production of Informatics Plus, the outreach arm of Northern Kentucky University's College of Informatics. Hosted by Mike Nitardi, produced by Chris Brewer, music and engineering by Aaron Zlatkin, recorded at the Informatics Audio Studio in Griffin Hall. <laughs>